Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's rare to find a gift that you know everyone on your list will love. That's what you get with an incredibly soft blanket from Minky Couture. With hundreds of different styles and sizes of Minky Couture blankets, you'll find a gift that they are sure to love every single day of the year. Shop the best deals of the season at MinkyCouture.com. You are listening to the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four beer with a sports talk and a whole lot more. We are part of the Belly Up Sports Network. Listen in as Brent and Dave invite you to belly up to the bar with them to talk about everything in the world of sports, just like you would do at your favorite watering hole. It's sports, beer, and shenanigans, so belly up to the bar with us, grab a beverage, and let's get into it. The 1420 Sports Bar Podcast Show number 245, October 27, 2022, part of the Belly Up Network. Dave, last night I thought I was in Kansas Wizard of Oz, Dorothy, the whole bit. I thought the house was blowing down. It was the first big uh, fall storm we've had of the of the year with uh, wind-wise. Anyways, we haven't had a little bit of snow, but wind-wise last night, and you said you're over on, on my side of the world today. No matter how long you live here, we bellyache about it a lot, Dave. That fucking wind, I'm getting that swear word out of the way quick. That fucking wind can fuck right off. Preach. Just <laughs> preach. Like it, it was uh, seven above here, which uh, it, for our Fahrenheit friends, that that's around 44, which is a decent fall day temperature. But you needed a fucking toque on walking outside today. That oh. wind was so cold. That wind chill was minus a million and then just strong and relentless. And you've heard us bitch about it. But this is now the first bitch in months. Yeah. About the wind. Yeah, we had a pretty decent summer. There was the odd day here and there in the wind. Beautiful thing, fall. But, but yeah. in the fall. And then today, she, or last night, she hit. I can't remember what time. I talked with mom today. There was branches on top for on, on her roof, and they were blowing all over the place. But anyways, yeah. And the worst thing about it, and I've said this before, and I'll say it again. You can dress for the cold. You can dress for the hot, but you can't dress for wind. You, you just can't. You can dress for the wind. Stay I dress inside. for the wind. No, no. Tight, windproof clothing. And a, and a, and a form fitting hat. Whoa. That's it. And it still sucks. It still sucks. But the, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, no more. I'm good. Anyways. <laughs> well, talk to you next week. Yeah. So I just say, <laughs> same thing's going to happen another three, four months. We'll be bitching about it again. We're still doing this. Anyways, Dave, uh, talk to my brother yesterday, brother, Mike, uh, he's happy out in Victoria, BC, having a good time. But the one thing that he's missed about our show over the last little while, he, He's a, he's a consistent listener, listens a lot, not because he's obligated because he actually likes it. But the one thing that he misses is our uh, what beer we're drinking, what we're having. <laughs> it's one of his, the highlights of his uh, his commutes to work in the morning and he, when he listens to, to the show. Uh, Dave, what are you drinking tonight? And uh, where is it from? How is it? What do you got going on? Give me your review and the like. Well, as you know, I was down in the great state of Montana. Um and anytime I'm down there, it's one of two breweries I bring home 
So I brought the mixer pack from Big Sky Brewing. Uh, it's out of, uh, is it Missoula or Kalispell? I think it's Kalispell. Give me a sec. No, it's Missoula. Uh, Moose Drool is tonight's. It's a, it's a brown ale. It's been around forever. I dig it. Cool logo, cool can, cool beer. Is that what they says? Is that what their their commercial is? No, that's just me. Cool no, they're, they're cool, logo, they got... <laughs> cool beer. <laughs> we we make water fun. There you go. That's what they put on all their cans. I a couple weeks back, I tried Bowl River Brewing. I had the uh, the Hefeweizen they got. I liked it so much. I tried something different. I got their Riverfest Saxony German Lager. It's fantastic. Gold medal 2021 best amber lager in Canada. Uh, just for our, our neighbors to the north of us in Calgary. Fantastic beer. I quite like it. Uh, it's uh, it's uh, it's very drinkable. It's a, it's a good solid beer uh, to our friends at the. Uh, the, the Bow River Brewing uh, Brewery. If, if you guys want to uh, throw us some more down here at the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, that'd be greatly appreciated. I'll get my people in charge in uh, in touch with your people, and we'll go from there. Uh, Dave, over the uh, the last few days, the fan reactions have been pe- positive, negative, everything else all over the map. Vancouver Canucks are in a state of disarray, as we expect every year <laughs> in this part of the world. And uh, night one, uh, they got blown out like we talked about the other night. On on Saturday night, their very first game, our home game of the regular season. Uh, things aren't going good in Canuckland. They're all five and two, winless and seven, whatever it is. Fans are already throwing jerseys on the ice. You hear about it in Yankee Stadium. The the some of the players are, are a little uh, they're a little disheartened that the, they're they're getting booed during during uh, the playoffs. And Aaron Judge was getting booed, and people were saying that shouldn't happen. Judge laughed about. It. He says it's the Bronx. You should get used to it. If you don't don't perform well, um, first off, we'll get to uh, fan reactions on the the negative side of things. Do you think that a uh, let's just say with the Canucks, do you think that a Canuck player actually gives a fiddler's fuck that a fan spends one hundred seventy five hundred eighty dollars and throws a jersey onto the ice? Not a tinker's damn. Especially in game what so like the the they've been in front game of game five time. I think or yeah yeah they, it was. they've played seven games so they've been home for three or two of them I'm gonna guess yeah you're gonna throw your jersey you're gonna throw your 225 jersey on the ice from your to be close enough to hit the ice you're sitting in a 250 dollar seat oh all that more and than then that, you probably. and you you're probably five or six uh, fifteen dollar beers in. To, to be that plus parking, outraged. they didn't get their ticket on Seat Geek and everything else. No Seat Geek tickets because why would you do Seat Geek, idiots? Because they're Vancouver, they know better. They don't give a fuck. They're a little bit embarrassed. They're playing to win. You know, <laughs> I kind of dig it though because you and I have have talked about how how we're both uh, united in our distaste for Vancouver fan, Vancouver Canuck fan specifically, mm-hmm. and uh, you know. They made that coaching change, got old Brucey Boudreaux in there, played good enough to get him a three-year deal, and now <laughs> shitting all over that contract. Yeah. Like they were everybody was so happy with them. And now they're seven games in and rip up ready to rip up that new deal. So it couldn't have happened to a better franchise. They're already talking about the replacement for Brucey Boudreaux being Barry Trotz, and Trotz could have signed elsewhere in the offseason, but he knew that the Vancouver job was probably going to be available because they're they're going to shit the bed and, and the like. It's 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 astonishing. I mean, they're not out of it. it it's seven games in. You can win four here. 
lose one, win four there. But it just seems that Vancouver just finds a way year in, year out. And years of being mediocre and not going for, I wouldn't say tank, but saying maybe we just shouldn't. Maybe we should get a draft pick here and there and and, and making trades at the deadline to make sure that they make the playoffs. It's coming back to haunt them in a, in a big way. We've been saying this for years, but uh, Trevor Linden, when he was a GM, he said we should do it. When, when, uh, what's I, I can't remember the other guy's name was, but he said we should, we should probably, you know, take a step back and not make the playoffs. But when the, when the ownership wants to, wants to make the playoffs for, for two home gates to make the extra million bucks or whatever it is, which I get, it comes back to haunt you in a big way. Yeah. It, like when you, we, it's professional sports and spend, Especially when you're through the draft and and with a hard salary cap like the NHL have, a wrong move can bite you in the ass really quick, and a couple bad moves can can sink you for years because now you're in salary cap jail. Now you got a coach that don't care and players that don't want to play for him, but there's only one person you can fire, and that is the coach. Everybody else is coming back next year because they want to get paid. It's it's a tough decision, and and if you if you're the ownership group, from what I've read, are always they put immense pressure on the on the management to always feel the contender, and then when you put that immense pressure there, it's when mistakes are made. And Kyle Dubas was that his name who got canned last no, year? No, Dubas in Toronto. Oh, Dubas. Uh, it was it was a it was a player agent. That he used to look at uh, Gillis, Gillis, Gillis. It doesn't will uh, fall. Forward. Yeah, it's, it's not important, but yeah, like when you're putting, and then it's if if you don't have if you're if you're GMing for your job, then you're gonna you're gonna take some swings and hopefully it works. And if it doesn't, oh well, oh well. I want to yeah. do this for three more years, not three more months. So I'm gonna try something here, and if it don't work. Uh, I'll stay home and get paid. I think we've talked about this in the past. I mean, we've done 240 whatever these shows, so we've probably repeated a, a thing or two. I, I hope not too much in the past, but um, do you think when a guy, they have a fan base, it's a little demanding, and you got the media is a little demanding and a little odd out in Vancouver. They're the only game in town in the entire province. They are. Yes, there's the BC Lions. Yeah, you got that. But the Canucks are the, are the big dog, the big dog throughout the province. Do you think the players kind of go, if you think that's bad, because uh, let's not kid ourselves. These players, we we both did talk about this ad nauseum. Players now, they aren't at the, the hard-nosed guys making 70 grand a year and 80 grand a year, Tiger Williams and Stan Smeal. They're, they're a little, and look, that's Vancouver people or Vancouver ex-players. These players are a little bit entitled, and, and you see a guy game one throw his jersey on the ice. Do you think sometimes uh, one or two of them might go, "No, if you think that's bad, watch tomorrow." Because uh, I I don't think that, but like I do, I, like I definitely think like really, we're playing we're playing for these fucking losers. They're throwing their jersey on the ice this early, like it's it's ridiculous. It shows you all that tells the players how. Stupid, their fans are just stupid. So, do you think that they've? So, do you think the players go? So, it, they've already given up up on us. We're giving up on them now. Like, or, or I don't, I don't believe that because you know it is. It's only a non-factor. Seven. It's a total non-factor. They're pros. They want to win. 
They don't want to embarrass themselves. Like, it, it, it's an embarrassment. It, it, it just goes to show that you and I are right by calling the Vancouver Canuck fan base one of the worst in sports. And not like tough, not like Philly booing on everything fan base. Like, just idiots. Like, entitled donkeys. I think there's a, there's a there's a strong mix there with the entitlement of both both uh, the fan base and the players have been the Canucks for, for for well well not just the Canucks but in general uh, hockey hockey kids nowadays are pretty entitled but then we'll we'll get to that another uh, another day where well, we actually talked about that a lot uh, go to booing yesterday it was it came out on the old Twitter machine and the 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 Yankee universe and everything else I was reading a bunch of stuff all day yesterday about how people and uh, the Astros uh, bullpen they they were commenting. I can't remember their names, but they were commenting about uh, they couldn't believe the the booing that was happening towards Aaron Judge. They couldn't believe the booing that was happening here, happening there, and they they, they say that uh, players are going to have a hard, they're going to have a hard time signing free agents. You're going to see guys leaving, not coming uh, to the Bronx to play for the Yankees because of the booing and the way the fan base reacts. The other way. Uh, when when things are going well, they're 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 all best friends and singing kumbaya, holding hands around the campfire. But when it comes to when you start losing and not not doing well, Dave, what's your thoughts the other way when a team isn't performing and guys are getting paid? And I don't even think it's about getting paid. I think it's if you're you're, you're not performing. Yes, if you're not performing and you're getting uh, booed a little bit, you do have a situation. But when you are underperforming, what's your thoughts on a fan base, uh, for lack of a better term, revolting on the players that yesterday could have been cheering? Um, it's your seat. You pay to get in there. Boo if you want. Um, the games that I've been to, it's, you know, I, don't, I can't really recall me ever booing the home team. I've booed the home team from my couch. Don't get me wrong there, but like I'm not there in the building. Um, I understand frustration actually, because you know, the, 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 the effort, the effort, the production at the plate was atrocious for we, we, we beat that horse to death a little bit last when I, Surprise! Oh, trust me, the voices between my ears been talking about that a lot. Still, still get around that. Jeez, you know, it, whether it was you or or Elvis and Leroy between my head in my ears, I've been talking about that series in my head for quite quite a few days now. But yeah, I can me. be like, and, and baseball's a lot different. I I believe than a sport like basketball or hockey because you can actually see the effort of the team and, and, and the flow and the way they're playing in hockey specifically, eh? finishing your checks, hustling on, hustling off. Um, That's a good point. And, but in baseball, Oh, I I have my days. I have my days, (laughs) but in, in baseball, it's, we've talked about it before. It's an individual sport. So like you're like, now you're booing that performance at the plate like <laughs> they struck out 52 times in four games like they the some of those at bats were laughable laughable never mind the pop flies that were dropped like it it just i i, I get it it's not effort because they do want to hit but when 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 you're in the groove you're in the groove and when you're not you're not and in baseball when four when five six guys aren't aren't hot you're in a lot of trouble. And that's what happened to the Yankees. 
like, do you well, think that, uh, like, you see, like, you, good point there that, like, when guys they get one chance to shine in, in baseball when they're when they're at bat and they got to wait for eight more tries before they can come up again, they get a, a fly ball or a ground ball every six or seven plays to them. Uh, hockey fans can see an effort, but more actually, basketball fans even more so. A hockey player can kind of just blend in it up and down the ice, call her good. Back check, four check, paycheck, right? But uh, a basketball player, he needs to be involved because the ball's there. Can it's it's, it's a, five a smaller on five, surface you're area. On the court five the on five, it's, it's really fast. I think uh, the out of the the three sports, it's really out of those three. Not football, we're not including that. Out of the, those three sports, basketball, you can't hide. And if you're putting in a piss poor effort. The fan base is going to know. And all those dudes, all those dudes make a ton of money. Like there, there's no entry-level contracts that, that are making $75,000 a year on a two-way deal. No such thing. Yeah, you're right. Like in, in basketball, like five on five. And you're on the court. Like if you're a starter, you're on the court for 75 to 95% of the game. So if you're going to dog it, Everybody knows. And then you're getting your ass on the back. Like, I would hope so. Um, there's no place to hide, especially if you're a superstar. And, like, you know, we, I don't follow the sport, um, but I do follow the Twitter machine, and, and I, I do see my sports highlights. Russell Westbrook went over 11. He's making, what, $35 million a year. Well, and what was funny? I think was, Charles Barkley, did you see that? When, I oh, think it was ahead. Sunday night. They, the, the media <laughs> tried to really get to LeBron to say something, and he's like, I'm not saying anything. I know what you're trying to do. I'm not saying anything. Like, just 35 sheets a year. He's like, just get me to whatever time of the year when I get my, my paycheck, and I'm out. I don't I don't want to be here. I, <laughs> I'm, I'm getting paid $35 million. Ben Simmons is having a little situation. Like it all, like it, it's all these, all these uh, aging uh, NBA stars right now. Kyrie Irving having a situation. Yeah. No, but like all the guys oh, who got these big deals now, they're, they're young at 32, 33, 34. That's young, right? And and it's and it's quite funny that all these guys who are supposed to be getting um, X amount, of, they're getting thirty plus million dollars a year. They're not getting points that NHLers get a night. Like a lot of them, and it's it's mm-hmm. it's, it's insane to me that they, they still get that kind of money. It's 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 absolutely bananas to me. And and they and that's the one thing that I like about uh, NBA Twitter and like Charles Barkley and those guys. They aren't afraid to call these guys out. The other sports, the other announcers don't. Like in basketball, these guys like Shaq and uh, Barkley. They well, aren't that afraid whole in, that inside the NBA crew, like, they aren't good. afraid. They are not afraid to call the players out. And then the media who covers them, like the, the, the beat writers, they aren't afraid to go to these guys and say, dude, you got three points tonight. You're making 35 million plus a year. Uh, that's the one thing I like about the NBA is how they're like, you're getting booed. Well, here's why you're doing this. Here's why. I mean, they, they, they call, uh, what's his name? Street clothes for Christ's sakes. Cause he doesn't play very often. Right. <laughs> like it's Barkley's the best and Shaq's great. Uh, that's one thing I like about the NBA media is that they aren't afraid to call these guys out. And, and, and which is fine. And I think that's kind of part of the culture of the NBA. Cause there's, there's no more shit talk, bigger shit talkers in the NBA. Um, even like they said, Jordan and bird were big time shit talkers. Right. You can you can just look that up and, and you can mm-hmm. you find clips and stories about those two guys, how they were just merciless with their mouth as well as their as well as their game. 
And so now that you have retired players in the booth um, with big personalities like Shaq and Chuck, um, it makes for entertaining TV because because they don't care. They've been there. They've been there. They know what it's like and, and they don't have sympathy for these guys. Yeah, it's it's absolutely astonishing how they, 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 they you go from sport to sport, how athletes react and don't react, and how fan, different fan bases and different. It's it's quite it's crazy to me how some uh, some fan base are nuts. One, thing, I'm gonna ask, ask ask you a question here. I don't think we've ever talked about this before, but it, I remember this happening a couple, three, four years ago, before we started doing the podcast and everything else. The uh, Vancouver Canucks media, I can't remember Jeff something, Jeff Peterson Patterson. It doesn't matter what his name is. He used to be on uh, the, the the team, uh, the team, uh, yeah, the team radio back in Vancouver. He was in the Canucks dressing room the other day, and some media member stepped on the team logo in the in the dressing room. The players went fucking bananas. They cared more about that than the game. But yet, in my head, I'm like, but the logo's on center ice. Do they get crazy when that when someone skates on that? Like, totally different. And you but, know that as a no, player. I don't because you know what? Put the logo on the ceiling so you don't have a situation. And if you care about that, seriously, like who cares, man? Mary redeemed a fifty thousand dollar cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun with over eighty casino style games to choose from. You too could win life changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to chumbacasino.com and give them a world. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's rare to find a gift that you know everyone on your list will love. That's what you get with an incredibly soft blanket from Minky Couture. With hundreds of different styles and sizes of Minky Couture blankets, you'll find a gift that they are sure to love every single day of the year. Shop the best deals of the season at MinkyCouture.com. If you're supposed to carry a care, and if that's part of your tradition, it's part of your tradition. And anyone that comes into the locker room knows that you shouldn't do that. I'll let him, I'll let him have that beef. But if it's just to be a prick to avoid a tough question by the, the media, then then I do have a problem with it. I wasn't there. I don't know what happened. I I, I remember, I think, I forget who it was. It was when the Blackhawks won the cup, one of their cups. And, and some, I, th- I think it might have been actually Bieber um, was standing with the cup on the logo and people, like everybody got, all, I won't say everybody, a lot of people got all pissy on social media. That kind of shit put it away. But like if it's in the locker room and, and 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 if you're in their house, you play by their rules. And and when you're in the locker room, you're in the player's house. You play by their rules. I guess. I just find it odd that that's what you're getting your fucking shit in a knot for. Like it's just Well, it's, I didn't hear about it, so it couldn't have been that big of a shit. Well, how much how much well, if you were open your phone, how much how much Canucks media is on your on your on your cell phone, on your Twitter account? Oh, it's slim to none. <laughs> yeah. Like there's not a lot, there's yeah. not a lot at all. Well, I try to go coast to coast with the most here, Dave. That's what I try to do here at the fourteen twenty Sports Bar Podcast. Four beer sports talking a whole lot more. Brought to you by SeatGeek and SeatGeek.com. Use promo code one four two zero pod at SeatGeek.com.
1420 Sports Bar Podcast, four beer sports talk, and a whole lot more brought to you by BetUS and BetUS.com, America's favorite sports book for all your sports gambling and, and online casino needs. Dave, uh, today I had, I got a well, actually yesterday, fuck, the, the, the Denver Broncos are the, the gift that keeps on giving for, well. for, for, for content, <laughs> for, for content guys and podcasters and writers and everybody else that, uh, that, uh, gets, uh, gets, Gets to talk to the masses. Uh, not only yesterday was uh, Russell Wilson talking about uh, basically running a marathon on the flight over to England and doing everything he was doing and getting his math mixed up and the whole bit. Like he's turning into nozzle number one, man, that guy. But anyways, we won't talk about that because that's well, actually, if you want to talk about it, I, I actually want to hear your opinion on that. But first all, off, is the nail in the coffin when the owner gives the coach, the vote of confidence as the Man, Denver yeah. Broncos owner yeah. gave Nathaniel, old Nathie Hackett, he gave him the vote of confidence no matter what happens over in England over the weekend with the Denver Broncos that Nathaniel Hackett's got a job no matter what. Is that the nail in the coffin? Well, you know, at this point as a fan, I like I was starting to rail for his head after I was thinking about it in game three, game four. I was pretty convinced. Two, you weren't happy. Three, yep. you were like, uh, you, you, you had the hammer out. And four, you're like, this guy's got to go. Like, this this is the problem. I knew the problem that has to get fixed. And it is clearly not being fixed. Um, the, unless they win out. If they lose to Jacksonville this weekend, I want Hackett to fly coach on his own dime home. Right, like this is it, it's just what it is because it, it's inex- unacceptable, and that's and we'll stop talking about this. But also, too, when the fuck did Russell Wilson become the most talked about quarterback in the whole league? Like he he couldn't have just come into this fucking. I don't know what the I word, don't know, man. It's I don't crazy. know. It, because Denver's not a media a media mogul center by any no way. no and and he's and he yes he played in Seattle and um, won a Super Bowl why whatever else but he's become week in week out is he turned into that guy who just needs the attention because that press conference he gave yesterday about what he was doing on the airplane was unnecessary ridiculous and the the time frames didn't make any that didn't line up us. Two hours doing this, and two hours doing that, and four hours doing this. What? Well, I, I I don't understand it because you know every quarterback of every NFL team gets asked, gets a mic stuffed in their face every single time. Why isn't he just giving the the simple answers and and shut your yap and get to the hotel and and do your thing? Actually, now that you said that, maybe he saw what Brady signed for his his media deal after it's all said and done. And he goes, okay, well, when football's over, if I'm yapping my lips off, maybe I'm going to get a big contract when my foot, my playing days are done. Just maybe. I don't know. It seemed like he was, he's getting paid pretty good with keeping his mouth shut. Now that he's signed that big deal, but th- just be vanilla. Everybody, all his old teammates said he's so plain. He's, he's so boring. He's not good. Like he's not, not a good, not a good locker room guy. He's a leader on the field, but it's not someone you want to hang out with. No. Um, even um, uh, that podcast, uh, 
Richard Sherman's podcast, uh, Beast Mode was on there and said, oh, man, I love him, but I, I want to reach out to him. But I ain't phoned his fucking manager to, to get his phone number. Did you hear that one? It's got to that point, hey, where he's, he's be, try, trying to become a media mogul. He's getting too big for his britches the whole bit. And there's a reason I, there's a reason why Seattle said, we're, we're, we're gone. Yeah. Like, so he's, he's, he, it seems to me like, um, well, I like can see how the players liked him, but he, he's not a, he's not a, he's not one of the boys. He's definitely not one of the boys. He, he's, he's a professional and I believe he takes care of his body and, and, and tries to, um, tries a, to perform on the field, but I don't know what but, the fuck happened. He's a try hard. Yeah. And yeah, like yeah, you know, it, it it's not New York or like football's a, a bit of a different animal because it's not necessarily what city you're playing in. Because if you're an NFL quarterback, you're a big deal, regardless, right? Um, New England, Tampa Bay, New Orleans. We always do about Drew Brees. Like it, it, it doesn't matter what city you're in. If you're a if you're a brand name quarterback and you say something dumb. People are going to hear about it right quick. And, you know, it's not like he's getting uh, happy endings at the uh, Orchids of Asia. But on the on the flip side, like, just don't be such a square trying to be cool. <laughs> That's like, I another one that doesn't go away. The Orchids of Asia. I love that, that <laughs> reference. Man. That, that's another one that just doesn't go away. There's no getting around that. Uh, Dave, I ran a poll on Twitter earlier on today. Uh, would Bill Belichick take Tom Brady back at this point in the season just to give it one more shot? Uh, this is like, like we got actually a lot of votes on this one, and it's at 50.5% for nope, it's in the past, and yep, in a second 50.5 to 49.5. And there's over 100, 100 plus votes on this. Uh, to be that close. What is your thoughts on that? Because right now the uh, the 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 Patriots are basically they have a they're trying a two quarterback system, kind of sort of not really, and then they got uh, the basically you have the the uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers who are going nowhere, and Tom Tom's in trouble, and his wife gave the ultimatum today allegedly. Um, do you think that if it if it came to fruition, that if if if, if the option was there that Belichick and Brady would would reunite for one last rock because I I actually think that because Brady's kind of having it it's early still it's, well, it's not early it's week eight now I believe it is um, if it got to the point where Tom said you know what it, go home for my last few games do you think Belichick would accept him no chance oh no accept him no chance like t- a a Brady ain't gonna sit pick up the phone and say to bill can i come back because there's no tools there i don't care there's no tools there. it's not quarterback play is why new england's losing games it's, it's not because of quarterback play let's get that too good for too long yeah let's just get that fucking clear b there's no way belichick's picking up the phone and say hey tommy how about coming in and finish off this isn't the fucking yeah NHL where you sign someone for that that one game. day contract where I like retire my jersey yeah, that's the stupidest thing on the planet there is zero chance Brady don't want to go back to Bill 
And Bill sure as hell ain't picking up the phone and asking Brady to come back because Brady's already has hand, right? He proved he can do it without Bill. Bill has proven, well, he, he, he hasn't been able to do it without Brady. Right. And let's not forget Bill had two head coaching jobs before new England and he got fired pretty damn quick from both of those. Um, And then he hasn't been able to exceed anywhere without Tom Brady. That is fact. I'm not saying he's not a great game planner, game manager. He knows how to to coach him up. He he clearly does. But he hasn't done shit without Tom Brady. And that's just truth. Well, and that's the thing. I mean, I've never been a, a professional quarterback. I, I don't plan on being one. I, I wouldn't mind being one. But uh, going back to the X rarely worked in my social life. Uh, I'm just saying going back to the X in the uh, in the uh, in professional life probably doesn't work very well either. I, I just can't uh, see how that would go. I'm surprised at the Twitter poll that I put out there. It was that close. It, it, it's astonishing to me. I, I wouldn't. I mean, I, I don't see him going back there either. But it. it um, I think Bell's too proud. Let's go the other way, actually, just for sake of conversation. Let's say if Tampa Bay said if they threw $100 million on, on, on the table and Belichick went to Tampa for a year to reunite, could you see that happening? This is obviously to complete yeah. podcast hypothetical. I, I, I think that would be a more likely scenario for Bill to come and coach Tom at his new home, as opposed to Tom coming back. I, I, cause, cause it ain't happening there. It'd have to be a place where there's tools because Tom ain't playing unless he has a chance to win. And they, I don't care if, I don't care who quarterbacks, uh, uh, New England right now. That's not a winning team right now, especially playing in the same division as the Bills. And I think that Tommy and Giselle have a better chance of staying together if they stay in a warm weather climate other than going to New England. I'm just saying. Well, I think they got furnaces in their homes and, and they're doing okay. Like, no, you know, I don't know, man. I I don't know. I don't know. I think that'd be a sticking point personally for old, 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 old I don't want to call her. Jim. I bet you and Giselle, when they were living in their little palace, little palace, in their palace in, in Foxman or wherever the hell they, they built. Yeah wherever, awesome. they, yeah. wherever they built that place. She, she, she could have worn fucking flip flops. She, she got never in, saw a snowflake. She got into the car in her house. She got out of the car in the bowels of Gillette Stadium. Right. She never. Well, she saw snowflakes, but through a double pane heated glass in a in a in a sweet limousine. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. Like I said, going back to the X probably isn't the best of ideas. In fact, uh, to for all you young people under the age of twenty five, uh, I'm going to give you some advice, and this comes from uh, years of of, of, of decide or, or not years. But a couple of times <laughs> in my life, trying or thinking lessons a, learned, lessons learned for the young people under twenty five. When you break up with somebody, stay broken up. That's my advice to you. It ain't gonna get better because the reason that you broke up, it's still there. It didn't go away. She's still mad at you, or you're still mad at him. I'm. That, that's my. That's my advice to you. We're at the. Uh, the 27th of October, we're getting near the end of, of uh, the year 2022. If you ever take anything from the 1420 Sports Bar podcast, that's my advice to you. Stay away from your ex. 
Worked for Albert Pujols this year, though. They don't give people a wrong idea. Didn't it? I think they had a wonderful year together. They did. I, that's 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 one in a million, man. That's one <laughs> in a million. <laughs> well, I don't know. Well, because I have one, and and pretty quick, I'm coming up on 18 blissful years of marriage, and I'm and I'm happy for every year of it. So uh, I can't speak from that experience. I'm I'm too old to remember my last girl where no. I had a where I had to break up. Oh, I didn't have to. It was it was strongly recommended by the law. I think. No, I, I'm kidding. Uh, I'm by totally, the law, I'm totally making that. Don't up. Totally do yourself a disservice. Up. Yes, totally making that. Nonetheless, uh, yeah. Do you, well. I don't know what I was going to say there. We've kind of gone off there. You got all little tangent. Got a little, yeah. Uh, no, yeah. there's there's a reason why you okay. break up and just keep it keep uh, keep it that way. Anyways, the fourteen twenty sports bar podcast. Four beer sports talking a whole lot more brought to you by BetUS and BetUS.com. Do all of your uh, wagers, parlays, futures, casino gambling at BetUS.com today. Just uh, click on our link on our social media accounts and uh, pad your pockets today at BetUS.com. If they had a line on Belichick and Tom Brady getting uh, reunited, I don't care what it was. I put my car, I put my house. That ain't happening. Put on some odds, BetUS.com. Billy Bells goes, is in Tampa Bay next year. <laughs> Without Tom Brady. Without Tom, yeah. <laughs> hey, I thought you inside. were staying. No, <laughs> Giselle said I had to go, so I'm out. Have you Belichick, seen a picture of my wife? So I quit? Yeah, if you seen a picture of my wife? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> She's mad. Yeah, I, I got to go. Right, yeah, I got to go home. Fourteen twenty sports bar podcast for beer sports talk and a whole lot more. Brought to you by Manscaped and Manscaped.com and Manscaped.ca for all your men's personal grooming needs. Women, you can use them too. Go to Manscaped.com and get twenty percent off using uh, promo code. I don't even know what it is. Fourteen twenty. Fourteen twenty skate. One four two zero skate. Man, I got a lot going on here at World Headquarters. Anyways, fourteen twenty skate at manscaped.com today. Anyways, uh, Dave, Halloween is uh, right around the corner. Uh, it's we're on Thursday night. Halloween's on a Monday. First off, I'm going to ask you a question. I know you're beyond that the Halloween dressing up age, going to parties, the, the bar, the whole bit. As oh, I am not. You give me an occasion, I'll dress Actually, right the fuck up. We're going to the Chevelles on sa- on Saturday <laughs> night at, uh, uh, at the place. We're going to go check it out. Deanne's yet to see the Chevelles, so we're going to put on a, a witty costume. She has a couple. Uh, we don't dress up, but they're just witty costumes that she has. She has something dreamt up. It doesn't much matter, but it'll be fun going to Chevelles Halloween. Do you think that the calendar should be sw- switched to the last Saturday of October should be Halloween night no matter what? I think that's a good idea. I would say the last Friday. 
the last Friday because then the kids can uh, dress up and go to school in their costumes on Friday. And you trick or oh, treat with the kids, right? It still is about the kids. That's a good point. Right. That's a good point. It, I apologize, kids. That's a good point. No, you're, no, I, man, you're, you're on fire tonight. You're a smart guy tonight. Well, you know, sometimes you sometimes you see the ball coming in. Like I, I I'm just seeing the seams right clear <laughs> at me right now. It's it's like I know the questions, but nonetheless, I don't actually. I I, I no, it's at all hand. actually. Um, uh, I think that's a great idea. Last Friday, because, you know, um, especially in this neck of the woods and there's other necks of the woods similar to ours where all the churches get all churchy and you can't have Halloween on a Sunday. And you know what? And then I'm not going to come down on churches for being churchy, but I understand that uh, you're not going to if you're a churchy, you're not going to let your kids trick or treat on on Sunday. And that's unfair to your kids. Well, and then the thing thing as well is that it's Halloween's become since I've become a quasi adult. It, Halloween's become more of an adult kind of a hol- I don't want to say holiday, uh, an, a, an adult kind of event that uh, have when you put a costume on 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 fucking Thursday, it's ridiculous. But if you do it on Saturday and then Halloween is until the following Thursday, it looks pretty stupid. So have it on on the weekend. No matter what, just change it, and that's that's my my opinion. You, you and I think bars and restaurants and and uh, pubs and blah 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 would make a lot more money, and that's why I, me and you should be prime minister and vice prime minister. Is that what we call them in Canada? Oh no, there's one prime minister, and no, you have a de- a deputy prime minister. I'll be the deputy. You be the prime minister because I I don't care that much. Well, I think we both care, and and you know what? I can take the heat. I got tough skin. I don't have a problem to saying. I'd be the first prime minister to say, "Why don't you just go get fucked?" I I I I don't have tough skin, and I have shoulders like a sparrow, so I'll I'll fold like a Rita <laughs> McNeil on a, on a lawn chair. But anyways, uh, the Halloween horror story sports style, Dave. Uh, Going over the, the years, the, the ridiculous things you see in the world of sports, terrible players, terrible situations, goonery that happens in the world of sports, especially when we were growing up in Western Canada, as we did. Uh, the goonery that used to happen in the world of hockey, just absolute horror stories, slap shot kind of shit. Uh, one that comes to mind for me was the uh, the worst thing I think I've seen. Ah, I shouldn't say the worst. Actually, no, I won't even go to that one yet. Uh, over the years, there's been some bad hockey players. Bad. Name. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. One hockey player that's just in your mind should not just a horror story on the ice. I just don't fucking get how this guy had a career 
let alone a captaincy, let alone wearing a letter for the U.S. Olympic hockey team. Darian Hatcher could have been the worst fucking skater I've ever seen in my entire goddamn life. He was a big goon, eh? He was fucking terrible, but he was big. And this was in the old clutch and grab, and they were Euler nemesis. And this is when the Oilers and I were still married. And I'll I'll never forget it. I think there might be a 2% chance um, he would remember me chirping him. My buddy and I had seats four rows up in Edmonton from uh, the Dallas bench. And I let that motherfucker have it. And and I've been told my voice travels. No. Like three, four times during that game, Hatcher and I made eye contact. And about 10 times, like, guys turned around on the bench to see who was chirping them. That's <laughs> impressive. Was, oh, I was letting it. Even my buddy was like, you got to calm down. I go, what's he going to do? Fucking hit me? And like the only, the only, and, and it was actually good for me because there was a, <laughs> there was a kid in front of me, probably about 10, 12 years old. That was a Dallas fan. And he had Dallas thing. And, and I even said like, I'm going to, I made, so I kept it totally PG. I wasn't dropping F-bombs. I wasn't talking about his wife or his A little more PG than this show is sometimes. I was 100% PG, which is where I kind of do my best work. Because I got to dig deep and make it a little bit more creative. Here I can just let shit. Well, die. you just swear. No one's fucking listening anyway. Just as a quick side, when I listen to podcasts with my kid, anytime someone drops an F bomb, he or someone calls someone an ass, he giggles. So well, I, know that's how good. To, I know how to entertain the 12 year olds, but as long as it's not out of my mouth, <laughs> I, wish, I wish more people need to need the 15 and 12 or a demographic. They would find us really funny. We'd be going through the fucking roof right now. <laughs> but, but anyways, back to Halloween. I, I, I think if, if, if you can find a more horrible player than Darian Hatcher, I don't know. Like he, he, he honestly was one of the worst skaters in NHL history. He was just big and and with a long reach, and he can grab people, and he had a big slap shot. God, he's the best uh, skater. Fuck, I remember Dave. I like we grew up in the time, and I remember like in, like in the early '80s, just the goonery and the shenan, like just complete debauchery and shenanigans and scary players that were out there. Like the kids nowadays that are that are playing. I mean, they're they're more they're they're more they're 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 more, they're more skilled. They're bigger, faster. No, not bigger. They're faster, stronger, healthier. The whole bit. Uh, the one of the scariest guys I remember playing hockey. And he, I don't know what his skill level was because he didn't get to play very much. But Dave Brown, that was one scary motherfucker for the Oilers. Yeah, he oh. put guys in the hospital when he like, was fighting. He would he? beat people up for just no reason whatsoever. And then another guy that was a, a scary guy. We should have put this out on Twitter earlier on. Was uh, Dave Manson was a and, and the name his nickname was that Charlie. Yeah, it didn't didn't hurt. And his son's a good hockey player in the NHL right now. But Dave Manson was a like an absolute. I don't want to say killer because it's a pretty. It's a different term there. But on the ice, that guy was a masochist. He was like I couldn't imagine being on the ice. You get a little tap in the laces. If you touch him, I'm going to kill you. You know, and you look at guys like uh, Craig Berube, who's the coach of the St. Louis Blues Blues now. He, when he played for the Flyers, 
he would protect Lindros, and Lindros was six foot six two two fifty. So how so how crazy was Barube? Well, you, you have to because you can't have Lindros breaking his knuckles in a fight. It wasn't like that's how you did one. I don't think Lindros was afraid. Well, until he got all his concussions, I don't think Lindros was afraid of fighting. I think, like you know, that's where your investment is, and you can't have. Your 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 goal scorer, your force, your leader, out on the DL for four to six weeks with a chip bone in his knuckle. Well, he was yeah, Lindros was one of the like he got like I mean, he got a bad rap, and it was it was his parents were self inflicted with with what happened there coming out of junior and everything else. It was it was a yeah he has thing. to share some of the blame, but nonetheless, yeah, like it was a situation he came up with, and it was it was terrible. Uh, Dave. Uh, what is scarier, the Baltimore Orioles starting off, was it 0-21? I think it was 1986, 85, doesn't matter. Uh, starting the season 0-21. Or in general, the Detroit Lions uh, ineptitude. What's, what's, what's the scarier situation? Oh, it has to be the Detroit Lions because they're always in the running. You know, you can you can put money like I like I I'm gonna go to betus.com and 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 see if Detroit Lions are gonna have a winning record in 2032, and I'll put even money says well they're not gonna give me even money because they're not because they don't. This is just what Detroit Lions do. They have one winning season every 20 years. It's it's awful. Baltimore has some World Series rings. They have some pedigree. They have some history. They've licked the jar even like eight years ago. Whereas Detroit, uh... what's uh, your favorite nineteen eighties uh, scary slasher whatever movie back in the day that you remember watching? What what, what was the one that got you like that? Uh, I like this, but I, I'm scared shitless. But I'm going to watch it again. You know, I wasn't a very big horror movie guy. Like I didn't watch hardly any. When uh, I remember going to Nightmare on Elm Street three or four with a couple of buddies and we laughed through the whole thing. Like, so I don't um, the one that scared the shit out of me and I didn't like it was uh, the last movie I went to that scared me was the Blair Witch Project. I never saw that. I went to that in the theater and then I went to a buddy's cabin in the woods like the next day. Well, that's on you. Well, you know, it was on me, and and, and I get it, and I, I did it because of that. Not like it was a group thing, and I actually walked into the woods by myself to see how long I'd last, and it wasn't that long. You know, I I, I consider myself a fairly strong mental person, but that 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 scared the shit out of me. Friday the Thirteenth, final chapter. That's the one that got me. That one scared the living daily time. I mean, watching it down at. Uh... Moose's, uh, Moose's uh, aunt and uncle's house. All like we watch it at like all the time. And it scared the hell out of me all the time. No Halloween's, a, it's a different time. The scary, the scary stuff was. Uh, I wasn't a big scary guy, but uh, yeah, that stuff. Goonery, biggest goon ever that you can recall. Probably, well, the big. I'll say the biggest goon act ever was Dale Hunter on Pierre Turgeon. The with yeah. the caps, that was awful. That was a that was more cowardly than goonery. Other than that, I would say probably just the life and times of Dave Tiger Williams. That, he's a prick. He just fought his just uh his son. What was his son's name? I went Notre Dame with his son. Man, it's been thirty five years, whatever it's been. Um. He, 
so we had this hockey tournament every year. It was dorm against dorm, and then grade twelves playing against grade elevens. La da 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 da. And if your parents came, and if they wanted to join your, the team, you, you could play. And so this, oh Ben, his name was Ben Williams, and Ben's dad was Dave Tiger Williams. So Tiger played with his son's team playing street hockey, right? Slashing, like he always played the the role, like just a prick. I never, I didn't like the guy. Like he was always play. I'm Tiger. Like he, I'm Tiger Williams. Like it was just like, dude, turn it off, man. You're you're, back, you're, you're a Canuck. And yeah, you're a Canuck. Like who cares, man? Like you, you got traded for my cousin. Fuck off. I should have actually said that. I should have told him. Did you get traded for Builder Lego? What happened there? <laughs> Interview at five. Like, like oh, he was a prick, slashing and hacking. And he was funny riding the stick down the ice. So when he scored a goal, like I mean, there was some humor there. Yeah, uh, he had yeah. some personality. He's a and, fucking and, idiot. But like all he did was fight. That's all he did. Semenko was tough. Semenko was tough. George LaRock was tough too. Oilers had some tough motherfuckers. Come a lot of tough thing. guys come through there, yeah. right? So LaRock, Semenko, Brown, McIntyre, Brown, oh. McSorley was tough McSorley back in the day. McSorley was tough. McSorley didn't mind getting punched. Yeah, he would take a Buckberger. Buckberger could take a punch. Yeah, but he wasn't. He was. He was tough. Getting he punched. It means you're tough. But he Spite, wasn't If you're a fighter, means you can fight. Yeah, Buckberger yeah, was, was tough. He could, <laughs> he could, he could take a punch. Yeah, yeah. And with phone books on his shins and oh, stuff like scary that. Like, stuff. He was old school. Oh old, man, old like Kelly you look, you, you like scary stuff, man. You look back on on what these kids, how they are nowadays. They they barely look like they 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 need manscape for a razor, let alone anything else. And and if if you line them up against those guys back of the seventies and eighties, like the David Schultz of the of the, of the uh, oh the yeah. Street bullies in comparison, like oh. <laughs> Clark man. Gillies action, yeah, yeah, like the, the, those those <laughs> Islander teams and Butch Goring and everything else. Like Butch Goring would shave at nine in the morning and have a full beard at ten. Like just <laughs> compared to what Mitchie Marner's got for the Leafs. Like, oh, you just wonder how they would react now. Yes, these kids are now are, are much more talented, much more skilled, but I don't think they would stand a chance. I, I really don't. Speaking of facial hair on the NHLers. Um, have you been into a Tim Hortons lately? Like, have you gone through a drive-thru? Uh, they have, they're selling their back, hockey yeah. cars. Yeah, they, they're selling their hockey cars, and they have Sid Crosby right on the front page, yeah. right, like on the thing. With that cheese-eating mustache, that fucker, like, what is he, 35 now? Still can't grow a mustache. And he's which, and which, he's which I, lighting her up again, eh? Goodness. He wants to win one more before he retires, obviously. Uh, that's one thing I like about Crosby. He always has something to prove. And it, and, it, and it's, it's and much of the quit. world. It's to himself. Yeah. I He's like not, him. He, oh, same. I like. Uh, we, well, we can say that for another episode because there's nothing. The only thing scary about him is if you're on the opposite team, right? Yeah. He's just solid. Deanne can't stand her. She 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 swears up and down that when he's going to retire because something is going to come out. She swears she, he's been he's been too clean for too long. We'll talk about it on, on another show, maybe yeah. on, on Monday or, or maybe next we'll Thursday. have we'll to have her it. on. Maybe we'll have her maybe. on, and she can give her, give her explanation of what's going on with Sidney Crosby and the like. But anyways, because 14. we are doing our monthly guest series, right? We're gonna have to have. Uh, a we guest do have to do our then... nozzle of the month, so maybe she can just make the nozzle of the month and everything else. So we'll do it on <laughs> maybe it'll be Monday night, right? So you're on can... a you're on notice, Michaelopoulos. There we go. Anyways, the fourteen twenty sports bar podcast brought to you by. 
Manscaped and Manscaped.com. Michael Myers sure is scary, but the last thing you want is to be hairy this Halloween. Luckily, our friends at Manscaped launched their fourth-generation performance package to make sure your pumpkins get the ultimate carving experience in this spooky day. Turn your bite-sized treat into a king-sized candy and join the 6 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to Manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping with the code 1420SCAPE. That's 1420SCAPE. Make the right call this spooky season. It's trick or trim. That's all I'm doing. There's a Mike whole bunch. Myers? Like Mike Myers like Sprockets? Uh, no, not Mike Myers. The Wayne's uh, World. Not Wayne's World. Like Mike Myers that from Halloween. <laughs> yeah, that stuff. So. There's a bunch more, but I'm not doing it. Manscaped.com for all your... There's a lot. I, I run out of air and I just get ashamed. But no, manscaped.com, thank you very much for your support uh, for the 1420s uh, podcast. You've been very good to us uh, about four or five months ago when we first uh, hooked up with you guys. So hopefully we can keep this, this uh, keep going. But uh, people listening, make sure you use uh, promo code 1420scaped at manscaped.com today. Uh, you, you can use lots of promo codes out there, but use ours uh, instead. Go ahead, When Dave. you trim the bushes around the trunk, then the tree stands taller and it appears taller that's a very very good point that's what i'm tall that's 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 kind of what i'm told i don't know but i'm trying to i'm trying to do it off that was mike myers like i i thought that was a little bit of a silly one i, I just read it man they send it i read it okay well I, i'm gonna make some calls please don't okay i won't <laughs> The 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, four beer sports talk, and a whole lot more brought to you by FansEdge and FansEdge.com for all of your World Series apparel. Go to FansEdge.com today and uh, pick yourself up some stuff. Click on our personalized link and get all, all your all your gear delivered to your house for free. Uh, Dave, the World Series coming up. Who do you got? How come? And uh, how many games? I don't know. Why is it the World Series? It's two National League teams, man. Is it? Well, no, it's the it's the, the Astros you know, are in the American League. I saw the Astros play the Padres in 1994, and that well, was their interleague play. I blame Trump. There was a border war or something. I don't know. I I don't know how that changed. So two National League teams. You know what? <laughs> Obviously, I understand that the Astros are now in the American League. Um, I was an Astros. Not a fan. I liked the Astros back in the day. Um, and so I'm going to stick with them. I'm going to go against uh, – I, I think I may be jinxing myself because I always cheer for the jinx conti- to continue. I cheered – I did not cheer for the Boston Red Sox, and they won some World Series. Uh, we had a little malfunction at the junction here, Eddie Whalen style, back in 1983, uh, Stampede Wrestling. Anyways, Dave, you're talking about vote uh, cheering for, or actually to hope the uh, the jinxes and the, the droughts keep going. Uh, what's your World Series prediction? Keep going. Well, I, I the, even though I like Dusty Baker, I think uh, he's had some rough luck with some good teams Oof. as as a manager. Um, so I am, I'm cheering. I'll, I'll just cut to the chase. 
my dislike for Bryce Harper uh, supersedes all. I want to see the Astros win this game in six. I'm going the other way completely. I, I kind of like the underdog uh, of this. I, I like the way the Phillies, Phillies fans are having a great time. What's going on there is, is fantastic. I can't, and I, and I'm taking my heart over my head on this one because I can't stand the Houston Astros. I cannot stand. Actually, you know what? I don't even hate Altuve as much as I hate Alex Bregman. That smug little prick with his smirk, I can't stand him. I cannot stand Bregman. And I actually think that the first two games are going to go in the Phillies' favor. Um, because you know who has a really bad a bad World Series um, record is Verlander. I think... I think Nola and Wheeler have a are they a great one two punch for the Phillies. I think the Phillies win this in six games. I think that that uh, as much as we we talked about uh, um, we talked about Bryce Harper a couple shows ago, how much we don't like him. This kid's been destined to do something like this for a long time. He's been he's he's won an MVP, but this is something that this kid's been destined to do for a long time, and it's all our destiny to do something great or mediocre or whatever. And so being destined to do something is kind of a, a lofty statement. But this is something that that maybe Harper is supposed to do. Uh, I got the Phillies in six. They're on a heater. They're going. I. I. And th that fan base once they get back to Philly, I think they're going to push them through that. And I. I can't stand Alex Bregman. It's not even the Astros anymore. It. I'm. I've. I've actually forgiven the Astros. I won't forget what they did. I have forgiven the Astros for what they did to the Dodgers and to the Yankees. But I got the Phillies in six games. Well, time will tell. And 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 like you say, I late innings in a close game in Philadelphia, uh, that's going to be must-see TV. Oh, um, that that's crowd's gonna be, been electric. That's going to be so fun to watch. And, uh, and, you know, Philly fan is Philly fan. You know, all this, uh, they boost Santa. Go Philly fan. Kinda, and that's another thing about Philly fan. Go fuck yourself. You're not tough. You're not knowledgeable. You're just kind of dicks. So just being a just, you know, if there's 2000 people and 50 are dicks and you got a bunch of dicks. But now that you got 1900 dicks out of 2000, you're just a bunch of fucking dicks. I wish there was a dicks restaurant here in Lethbridge. I'd work there. I love oh. those. I love those places. I with would do the, good there with the salty serving staff. <laughs> yeah, I love dicks. Chains, I love them. They, they, they are fun, and it, it is a thing. And and yeah, don't think I wouldn't enjoy being a little bit salty. Me and you would be good bartenders at Dicks. We should, we should look into getting a a, a franchise. <laughs> Fucking right, yeah. Like, there we go. Like, That's first, our retirement plan, right there. You bet. Like, well, well you already had me as prime minister, and you're you're you deputy. So I we, have some, the one we have some pretty big plans coming out of this show tonight. <laughs> deputy <laughs> prime minister, prime minister, by buying a Dix franchise, the first in Canada somehow, or a couple salty bartenders at Dicks. <laughs> there we go. It'll be a lot of fun. <laughs> Anyways, Dave, one of my favorite uh, segments that we do every couple of weeks uh, is: Would you rather? You said you have a couple. Throw her one or two at me. Okay, um, I'm actually going to give you a choice because I, I was able to, I got a little creative. I walked the dog early today and I thought about it. Um, do you want to go sports or 80s TV? 80s TV. 
eighties TV. Yes, I, I don't. Yeah. Okay. No. Like, so this. Is actually, like you know a- what? I actually, Dave, I can honestly say this. When Deanne, we, we we're sitting around at night, and she wants to watch sports. Can I say? Can we just not? I get sports out at lately now. Like I'm, uh, I'm kind of getting sports out because I'm, I'm on this thing all day long. So '80s TV would be a a, a delightful uh, arrest for me, I guess. Okay, so it's not so much a would you rather; it's more of a who's. No, better. I would you okay. rather? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so this, so this is a what's better? What's better? '80s TV. Um, let's go down. Uh, uh, let's let's start with the family shows. What show was? What series was better? Family Ties or Growing Pains? Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Oh fuck, that's a good one. I like both a lot. And in subsection, who's better, Michael J. Fox or Kirk Cameron? Oh, Michael J. Fox, hands down. Yeah, he's a bit of a king. Yeah, yeah, that's not even 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 you you take out you 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 take out Back the Future and everything else. uh, Sorry, I meant, but I meant back in the day. Yeah, yeah, Michael J. Fox was just a better actor. Everything, and and it's Canadian, so that helps a lot. Uh, Canadians, we I don't I'm not saying we're always better, but we we tend to figure things out a little quicker. Uh, (laughs) I shouldn't have said that. That's going to lose American listeners. But anyways, uh, to family ties or growing pains. Alan Thicke was a little too campy for me, a little too cheesy for me, although he's also Canadian. And uh, <laughs> Missy Gold, and I think, okay, and I found Mallory really, really good looking. And Meredith Baxter Bernie, she was kind of a, a crush of mine. Um, when I was your little MILF crush in that, boy, in that yeah. age, she, she, was, she was my MILF crush when I was 12 or 13. Uh, and Growing Pains was a little. Um, funnier and Nick Mallory's boyfriend. He was funny when he came in. <laughs> hey, uh, and then when they when when Growing Pains, it was a little too cheesy. And the guy's name was was it Booger or Boutwood or whatever his fucking nickname was. Bo- was it was he, it Booger he, or Boner? Boner. He was a little too goofy for me. Uh, kind of guy I wouldn't hang out with. I would hang out with. See, I would have had more in common with Michael J. Fox. In high no, school, no, you wouldn't have. No, I would have because I I got along with everybody. Oh, okay, I, I wouldn't. I I would have thought that <laughs> I can't believe I'm psychoanalyzing this fucking two TV shows that I am. But I I, I actually um, don't know if I would have liked the Kirk Cameron character, and I'm not sure why. I thought he would have been kind of that fucking douchebag. Like, dude, would you just quit it? Was Michael look J. At Fox? Me. Like Michael J. Fox would have been kind of a, a fun guy, like to get hey, one, let's go hang out. Like he's talking smart and whatever. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. I gotta go. Growing pains. Growing pains with Kirk Cameron and Alan Thick. No, I'm not going growing pains. I'm just kidding around. No. 
Oh yeah, I'm family ties all family ties the all the way. Family ties Meredith all Baxter, the way. Bernie, and and Michael J. Fox was cool and stuff like and that. And Michael like, Gross seemed like a better, a cooler dad. Like yeah. A, and wasn't trying to be like he was still still being a dad. He wasn't being the buddy to everybody. Yeah. No, I thought, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. I I, I think Family Ties. Yeah, Family Ties is a way better show. Okay. <laughs> Action Adventure. What's better? Dukes the Hazard or the A Team? So if you're just talking action adventure <laughs> uh, and not the uh, the ins and outs of the what's going on in because you never really got a sense of where the A team was shot, they went from town to town and everything else. But for the action adventure, I would have to lean towards the A team. But I, I'm breaking this down like it's fucking third night football. Uh, but you break it down. The action adventure that happened on the A team with things blowing up and Baracus and and um, the the whole bit and uh, with Hannibal right was was there. He the, loved it when a plan come together. Love when a plan come <laughs> together. Um, the A team got a bit ridiculous that that much could happen <laughs> in Hazard, and you kind of even at a even at a young age you would think like, how the hell is this happening week after Because they week? never killed, like, no one ever killed anybody in either, and the, but the Duke boys were shooting shit with dynamite. And the Duke boys were causing trouble, and they were blowing things up. See, that they weren't meaning no harm. And there's no way you could you could jump a, jump a creek. Like, in Fort McLeod, we have Willow Creek. You could never jump a creek with, with a car, although I'm sure we tried back in the day. Uh, I'm going to say the, the, the one that I probably enjoy, because I, I probably... I can't believe I'm going to say this. I'm a grown ass adult. Uh, I actually enjoy that the A team was less realistic. So, therefore, I liked it more. Does that make any sense? Oh, no, I completely hear what you're saying. Like the, the, the Dukes of Hazard was such bullshit. I couldn't, I, it, like, the season two, season three, the, the, the action was like, okay, they're going to do this again. They're going to jump the creek. They're going to shoot this. They're going to jump in the back of the car and see you later. Daisy's going to walk around. Boss Hog, Enos, and the whole bit. A-team, <laughs> the A-team is a much better action show. Not a better show, but a much better action show. More entertaining. Yeah. Like you, you would rather watch... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Neither do I, but I think I'd choose the 18 too because I thought that Duke's uh, act got a little tired. It, it got just, too it, phony. Yeah, well, too phony. And but too the, constant. But the 18 embraced its phoniness. Yeah. Uh, and the Dukes, actually, like those two guys, the Duke Like, boys, why they, weren't there more sheriffs or more, or, or the wherever coming coming to, to Hazard County to, to arrest the Duke boys? Because they were breaking the law no matter what. Like they were doing a lot of shitty, shitty stuff. So the like I know Enos and Roscoe couldn't arrest him. So, but but why weren't the other uh, police departments or whatever? Well, because they, the they, had a county, they they couldn't cross the county. They couldn't. Well, the cross FBI the can go lines. anywhere. Like yeah, what? But, like what but, the Dukes were doing was illegal on a daily basis. What? Like what? what how are they breaking the law? You can't blow up bridges, and you can't. You can't be fighting at the at the, the boar's nest all the time. Wow, well, not all the time. Well, I don't know. Didn't get away with the queen. That was a lot back in the day, all the time. Whatever. Okay, I got three left. I'm not going to do <laughs> all three. Um, which 
<laughs> what show's better? Which one do you which one did you do you have? Well, WKRP in Cincinnati or Three's Company? Ooh, Dr. Johnny Fever. Man, he was so cool. It was a great big cup of coffee. Uh, I loved the way he, and he was just haggard all the time. And he had I, his I, different uh, yeah. nicknames on his cup Dr. of coffee. Dr. Johnny and- was so fantastic. But Larry Dallas, who lived upstairs, uh, and then he frequented the Regal Beagle. I liked him a lot. Um, they're, they're kind of a split one-to-one. But I think the deciding factor on this one, Dave, is I got to go with that uh, Bailey Quarters was – because she was the constant compared to what happened with the, the roommates at uh, with Jack and uh, Jack and Janet. This is fucking funny because <laughs> Terry, like after after Chrissy Chrissy Snow Christmas laugh Chrissy Snow, she thought there was Janet, and then there was the other one, the taller one, who was the cousin. Um, no, no, Chrissy Terry, Snow sorry, was, Terry. Yeah, was the cousin Terry, and the, the cousin I can't remember her Suzanne name. Suzanne Summers. It was Suzanne she, Summers, she left, but you, you, you Chrissy, had the, that was yeah. You had the two yeah. constants with uh, with Bailey Quarters Bailey and Lonnie and, Anderson. and Jennifer Marlowe, which was yeah. was Lonnie Anderson. But uh, at the end of the day, uh, Herb Tarlick isn't, uh, or Jack Tripper's not nearly as cool as uh, Venus Flytrap. So I gotta go without a doubt. But fuck me, did Mr. Furley make me laugh? Because Furley's better. <laughs> Furley was better than Mr. Furley's Mr. better Roper. than Mr. Carlson, right? Well, well, and then you also had the and Ropers actually first. even even the even, Helen even, Roper, even Mr. Stanley? Mr. Roper were better than Mr. Carlson. Yes, but Mr. I think Carlson that I think the King Daddy Topper for the whole thing is is uh, Venus Flytrap. So I'm going to say. Uh, because of Bailey Quarters and Venus Flytrap, I am going to say WKRP in Cincinnati is the uh, the better of, of of the two shows. At you know what, this was a, I'm breaking this, this better. Is, I'm breaking this down better than a Yankee game for fuck's sakes. This one is a tough one for me too because at the time when they were being aired and I was watching them on TV as a kid, I did like Three's Company better. It was campier and funnier, but looking back. Campier, like, and, and, you know, and Jack Tripper, uh, John Ritter, is a fantastic comedic actor. The way he tripped and spit yeah. and, and did all his stuff. And also the the Ropers and the Furley. And when yeah. you can, because uh, Jack had to pretend he was gay so he could even live with two women in that. And the complex, funny thing right? is, is, like, when we, were, when we were that age, I didn't even know what that meant. Exactly. Well, like, you know, like, like had, I, think, yeah, I think, yeah. I think Steve, my dad, God rest his soul, I think he said, he kisses boys. I was like, okay. <laughs> I was like, all right. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, all right, okay, dad. And more physical comedy. Because <laughs> what's funny yeah. is, what's funny about that, 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 that comment, <laughs> he probably didn't know either. He's like, I, I think he kisses boys. I don't know. Uh, they're living in California. Oh, I don't know what they're Those doing. Kids. And, 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 and both, <laughs> both, both uh, sitcoms, great, great music to start. Come and knock um, on our door in WKRP in Cincinnati. Yeah, uh, and Jack riding on that bike and into the sand. W, the the WKRP theme, theme song plays on Yacht Rock Radio on Sirius all the time. Fuck, I'd laugh because it's not really a song. It's funny. I don't know. Well, it's it's just, completely a song and it's great. And, you know, but as I get older and I remember great, episodes. You, Dave, you are nailing it tonight, my friend. Well, sometimes you're, uh, sometimes you're the jizz. Some days you're the face Some tonight. I'm the, the face. Some days I'm the tonight. I'm the jizz. Apparently, um, 
I, I honestly think the the single funniest episode in the history of TV was the WKRP turkey drop. Oh man, look it up! Like I'm sure everybody oh. has heard about it. WKRP turkey drop could be the funniest as three God minutes. Is my of- witness? I swear <laughs> that turkeys can fly. <laughs> I've seen it a hundred times and I laugh every time I talk about it. It's, when Deanne it's first so moved here and she uh she had uh oh what's that uh, grocery store by your place? London Road. Yeah. She had them as a client and he wanted to, to promote his turkey drop or his turkey sales or anything <laughs> his else. Turkey drop. Deanne, no, no, turkey drop, his turkey sales. He gets live turkeys. It's a great great little spot, it's a great little great little um grocery store for, for, for what you need in the neighborhood. And uh I said, oh, this has turkey drop written all over the end. <laughs> he didn't go for it very much. He didn't think it was quite that funny or, or the station didn't go for it or whatever it was. But I thought, no, that's a that's a funny spot. That's God is my witness. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I swear I, I thought turkeys could fly. Yeah. Well, you know what? I have two more, but I don't know if we're going to beat that one. Uh, that give me one more. Good. We'll try. Why give not? Give me one more. Yeah. Okay, let's go. Campy teenage soap operas. Saved by the Bell or 90210? Oh, 90210, hands down. Oh, fuck. No, 90210, hands down. Uh, it's when I started to uh, be uh, more... Uh, aware? Aware. <laughs> <laughs> of of uh, more females and just Kelly Kapowski and Tiffany Amber Thiessen and everything, the, the what was going on. Um, and I was a dork. I'm not going to sugarcoat this. I was a dork back then. I grew sideburns like Dylan and Brandon did the whole bit. And uh, Tiffany Amber Thiessen, she graduated to 90210. Um, yeah, I, I quite like 90210 a lot. I did. Crimes notwithstanding, just talking about the series. Cheers or the Cosby Show? Cheers. Still? Cheers. Still. Did you ever laugh? Like, I laughed. I remember laughing my ass off at the Cosby Show. Sometimes. Oh, the, the Cosby Show was funny as hell. Like, Rudy was funny as hell. And, and and Bill Cosby, like he said, Christ not miss, withstanding, he was funny. Like, funny, funny. Claire was so dry and witty and. She she was the she wore the pants in the house. She was great. And uh and but yeah, Bill was funny. Theo was such a schmuck. Uh, but Rudy, there was a I can't remember what the song was or what the episode was about, but with the with the grandparents, baby. Yeah, they, they, they were singing down the child. stairs. Yeah, baby, yeah. baby. No, it was funny, but uh, Cheers is still one of those shows. I haven't watched an episode of Cheers in a long, long time. I've been to Cheers in Boston. It, it's, it's a fantastic little spot. and It's great. Um, the Bull and Finch is originally called. Uh, it's, but Cheers, Woody and, and Sam and Carla and the tort and, and, and the like it, it's, it's coach coach was so good. Like coach was so dumb. It we like he made that show so <laughs> that no man uh, and baseball centric. Even if it's a Red Sox bullshit thing, but that that show cheers the uh, the the way it ended. The Sam Malone the way it ended off with the um, luckiest son of a bitch in the world. 
when when they signed that show off. Cheers was such a good show, but the Cosby Show was really really funny. Like it it was funny how how dumb Theo was, and they, they did tackle some some pretty decent uh, social um, issues, but they didn't make it too deep. They made it funny enough. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it was a really really good show, but uh, and like you said, crimes crimes was standing. Uh, Bill Cosby was a funny dude, and Pizza Pops or not Pizza Pops. Uh, mm-hmm. Pudding pops and uh, and everything else <laughs> and, uh, and diet yeah the the and fat Albert and the whole bit uh, no it's uh, I still got to go with Cheers that that one was one of my, Norm's the best like Norm and Norm and Cliffy were the best yeah what's go what's what's going on Mister Peterson let's talk what's going in Mister Peterson <laughs> yeah like like his the 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 Normisms I what do you say to a beer Norm hi beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just funny stuff, right? Yeah, it was just uh, I, I still remember the uh, um, it's a doggy dog world, and I'm eating, I'm wearing milk bone underwear. I'm wearing milk bone underwear. No, it's just uh, it was great stuff. There's no doubt about that. No, they had running gags. Cheers was was a fabulous show. Oh, I do man. agree with you, even though at times like the the Cosby Show would have me knee slapping, laughing at times. But 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 Cheers brought it all the time. I yeah. think like you, you're always getting your stuff from Cheers, and I think you know like that '80s. Maybe it was just her age at the time, but now like that 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 is gone, right? Like a TV show that you watch with your family and 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 fucking giggle together. Yeah, like, that's, so, gone. That, that's gone. I, I actually that's gone. I mean, yeah. you know more than I do. You have a family. I, I don't. It's just me, me and Deanne, and, and the voice between or the the voice in our heads uh, talking to us. But I don't think you have that anymore. I really don't. Yeah. Yeah, and it and it's it, it is what it is, and and what we we can't recapture it. But I sure um, have. I remember, you know, those uh, back in the day. Um, I don't know if, what day it was, even like Friday night or Saturday night. Like uh, my when I would go to work at Buffalo Bells or whatever, and. And then uh, the family would, <laughs> the family would get me getting ready to watch Dallas and not oh. landing and shit like that. Like a thousand just, points. Who shot Jr. Um, Sue Ellen. Sue Ellen's sister, Kristen. No, oh, I was close. I was close. But yeah, uh, yeah that was a thing. Like who shot Jr. was a thing. You, you're never going to have that on network scripted TV anymore. Like it's. And when there's just too much content right now, yeah. and and it's never going to change. But it was the golden age of television, yeah, and, no, and I, we were we were man, lucky enough to be in our team. I love television. I yeah, I love yeah. it. I, I I love watching that stuff. I I love the old times. And I mean, it's uh, yeah, glory days. I guess Bruce Springsteen said it best: "Glory days will pass you by." But anyways, it's uh, always fun reminiscing and these kind of things, these conversations. Hopefully everybody likes it. We're at uh, over 38,000 downloads. Things are going really well here with the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's a labor of love, but we uh, we enjoy putting these shows out for you guys a couple of times a week and whatever else we do during the week. It's a ton of fun. We enjoy it. We hope you guys get a, a few laughs that we do, as many laughs that we uh, get doing it, that uh, you get that, that going on. Dave, uh, what's your game of the weekend going up this weekend? What, what's, your, what's the one that you got going on? Oh Jesus Christ! I surprised totally, you a little bit there. You did totally surprise me. I got to sorry. You, you you'll have to bear with me. I'm gonna pull up my schedule. My Broncos are playing the Jaguars in in Germany this week. Jaguars win by 46. Aha! Uh-huh. I no. picked the Broncos to win because I must. 
Um, t- yeah, this week's a bunch of shit games. Um, God, there's a lot of bad games on this week. Um, the game I'm most curious of seeing, believe it or not, I hope I, I, I'm curious to see how New York plays against Seattle on the West Coast. That's gonna be that's gonna be a bit of a test for him because Seattle's not bad. Seattle's not bad, and the Giants are six and one. And this will be like it'll be interesting to see what happens there. It'll be interesting to see how the Jets and Pats play out. But otherwise, there there's a lot of dogs on it. Like it's this is like a Thursday night schedule as I'm going down it. I got my Trojans beating uh, a beat down in Arizona. Dave, I got a question for you. Penn State, Ohio State, who wins? Ohio State by 30. Michigan State, huge underdog at with Michigan. Who do you got? Michigan by under a touchdown. That one's going to be – I think that's my game of the week is that one. Michigan State, yeah. Michigan. I got that, that's yeah. what I'm going to be tuning into for sure. I got the umpire clinic on Saturday morning again. There's a There's some – Trouble in Pleasant Valley there, but we'll talk about that off air. Anyways, the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, four beer sports talk, and a whole lot more. Lots of fun tonight, Dave. I really enjoyed the, the conversation, man. We didn't talk a, a ton of sports when we talked a bunch of other stuff, but it was fun nonetheless. Hope people enjoyed as much as, as I uh, as I did, and hopefully you did as well. Keep your stick on uh, Take care of each other, but more importantly, take care of yourself. Keep your stick on the ice, and what else, Dave? Don't swing at high pitches, Jimmy. There we go. Have a good weekend, folks. We'll talk to you on Monday night. And turkeys don't fly. Turkeys don't fly. As God is my witness. (laughs) Look it up. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.